Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood The Unabomber blowing up Waco, Texas and Heaven's Gate Alien modified men from apes Hitler faked his death and then escaped Bigfoot and the Mothman Son of Sam talking to dogs again Witches, ghosts and goblins Mysterious noise and hauntings Dark arts and the skull and bones Most celebrities are probably cloned So when you're feeling all alone Grab a beer and get stoned I welcome you to the podcast Strange Brew We're here to entertain you Welcome to the Strange Brew Podcast. We're back in this bitch again. We're back. Dirtier than ever. <laughs> Dirtier than ever. <laughs> and I got, who do I have with me? Justin Taze. I got Justin Taze in the place to be. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. I know what you Say mean. hey. Hey. We're talking about ghosts today. Talk about ghosts today. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Because hey. It's okay. We're talking about ghosts today. Hey. Because <laughs> why we're doing this, we can, we'll chatter a little bit, but you see about the, the spaceship on Mars, the spaceship crash. What? It's posted on our Strange Brew podcast discussion page, the group on Facebook. But uh, uh, Terry, one of our faithful fans, he posted something about, I looked it up, and I already read kind of about it, and there was, looks like there's like a crash ship on Mars. Okay, I feel like I've heard of this before. And like anytime there's anything shit. on the moon or Mars, you know what they do? Bring out the handy airbrush and airbrush shit out of there. Yeah. <laughs> when you look at the fucking moon, there's like airbrushing everywhere. You oh, can yeah. tell. Yeah. You gotta be dumb not to see that. Go Especially because I want to go to school for graphic design shit, so. That Google space or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. Try rolling up a J. It's getting it all ready. Skizzy, skizzy. That, that would make that a lot Yeah, so like easier. we just picked up off aliens. So this is September <clears throat> now that we're in September. Uh, we're going to be kind of greasing the poles up for Halloween. We're, we're traveling down the dark road we also, towards the path of Halloween. We also got that raid on Area 51 coming soon. Can't oh, wait yeah. to see how that shit goes. <laughs> yeah, like the fucking hundred people that would show up with little signs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Rolling up, smoking that bone. Smoking that, lighting up that indica. I think it's is indica. I just asked for whatever my buddy, whatever best shit my buddy had. So just, just get whatever. Doesn't yeah, just, even matter at nope. this point. Just as long as it gets me high. <laughs> yeah, you don't even get high anymore, though. You fuck. No. <laughs> no. After the podcast, and we're Maybe. sipping on some Gibson's finest, just a Mickey because it's a nice old Monday night. Yeah. 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 Long weekend, Labor Day. Trying to make that whiskey last. We're old men up in here. Yeah, it goes by fast on that podcast. Another weird thing's popping up in the news. We're going to cover another episode, but I decided to switch it up. Get ready to go. And all this information, which I'll be using this book for probably numerous, numerous episodes because it's a good fucking book. It's the complete book of ghosts, a fascinating exploration of the spirit world from apparitions to haunted places by Paul Rowland. I've heard his name before. Maybe it's just I feel like Roland, I have too, but maybe but... it's just, yeah, J.K. Rowling. Oh, okay. The, you know. The Harry Potter. Ooh. <clears throat> so, Justin stole a dog. 
uh, from his neighbors, crackhead neighbors. He snuck a dog away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what's her... Okay, so I told him, because she's still fairly young puppy, that you should call her Lucifer, in the short form Lucy, and she can be like Strange Brew's mascot. I called her Reese a long time before that, though. So I'm having trouble changing her name. I don't feel right changing it. I just... I like calling her Reese because I'm used to it. You like calling her Reese? That's a dumb. I'm name. just used to it. If I change it, she well, sure goes the middle. to that it. That guy's name is Reese and shit. It's an e- either boy or girl name. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So that was your stolen dog's name before you stole it. No, that's the name I gave her. But why? I don't know. First, I to- called her Kitty, and then I felt stupid walking down the yeah. street. Come on, Kitty. That was really dumb. I was why. also really drunk. <laughs> <coughs> I don't know why the fuck you would call her Kitty. Because it's a dog. And I have a black cat named Snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. He has a like fucking satanic little cat. He is pretty fucking bad. Yeah, so Justin stole a dog. That's new, inf- not new information, but at least you have some company now in the place where you almost saw somebody, well, you saw somebody dead. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. This yeah. dog actually is great company. And if you're a new listener, you should go back. Check out the other episodes, because we talk about some crazy shit. And Justin saw someone get shot, pretty much. Or heard it. I see a dead body in my driveway. That's all. Yeah, fun all stuff. <laughs> Just to bring us into this dark tale. So, we were definitely we're definitely <clears throat> getting in some episodes to lead up to Halloween. That's my purpose in doing this. Uh, Billy, uh, one of our guests that was on here uh, for quite some time, is supposed to, was supposed to come back earlier... Like, late September, early October, but now it's not going to be till November, close to my birthday, so he'll be back. We're maybe going to have him on Friday for a little Skype session if it fucking works. Woot, woot. <clears throat> yeah, get right into this shit. All right, all right. All right. Okay. The belief in a, an immortal human soul and its survival after death, they back to prehistoric times and is common and, is common and also uh, every culture of the world kind of weird that everybody has these stories like it's not like some one person decided yeah. hey there's ghosts it's all over I've the taken world maybe like i don't know <clears> like <throat> four pages out of this book for this episode and we can probably get like five episodes out of this book alone because of the information that he has and he goes deep like i was like when we're getting close to halloween maybe our halloween episode we'll do exorcisms maybe all right and there's a lot of exorcism shit in here, but I already have an episode written out. I got a lot of shit going, cause we're getting good. We're getting into the d- deep, dark shit. I think Tom needs an exorcism. Yeah, I probably <laughs> do. I was thinking about that. Maybe I'm a little possessed. <laughs> I don't know. I think like because in the book it's talking about Ouija boards, which we've already discussed on this podcast. But how you know that you uh, if you it was like if you uh, haven't had uh, a possession or a blah 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 when using a spirit board, consider yourself lucky. And it's like, man, you know how many times I play Ouija board and nothing's happened. I may some have some ghoulish creatures attached to me, but. <laughs> You know, they'll be okay. Yeah. Let me know if you want to smoke a bong hit later, young Justin. I don't know about that. <laughs> Evidence of good. the belief in the immortal <clears throat> soul can be found in ancient bur- uh, burial customs, which reveal that our ancestors had an expe- expectation of an afterlife and is a respected memory that has a respect for the memory of the dead. This in reverence for the departed, which date back, dates back to the Stone Age and possibly beyond. It is the clearest evidence that the pr- prim- <laughs> Fuck. Is is the clearest evidence that the primitive man possesses self-awareness long before he had formed the means to express it in words. You know what I mean? 
So they had no, like, proper way of explaining it, but they still believed in, like, ghosts and In spirits, yeah. yeah. And they were kind of, like, connected to it or did some sort of practice when maybe yeah. they couldn't even speak the words to say what the practice <clears throat> was. That's weird. Yeah, like, prehistoric cave paintings from Africa to Australia support the beliefs that early man had a strong, intuitive link with the spirit world and attempts to communicate both with his ancestors and with animals through tribal elders, shamans, medicine man, and later the high priest of the first civilization civilizations weren't shamans all just getting fucked up and telling them nonsense yeah I was shooting that like when Raz was on here he got me to do some uh, I was calling it rape because that's how it's like spelled but it's rape or hape and it's like uh, pure like medicine tobacco and you fucking shoot up your nose yeah, oh. <laughs> it stings. But so you know those things where you see those like shaman medicine mans out in Africa and like, and they like shoot the fucking thing up in the guy's nose. And he's oh, like, okay. oh fuck. So Raz got it from like a medicine man. He told me, and he's there's this little wooden thing, and you put one one in your mouth, and the one sticks up your nostril. You go. And fucking shoot up your nose, and you're not supposed to inhale it. But I was like, man, my brain, and it fucking you're supposed to, and like after I did one, I didn't want to do the second one. But you gotta do uh, both nostrils, fucking life and death, and. It stung, but it made me feel like awake and shit afterwards. That's weird. Yeah, I would. Huh. We should try it. I'll get Raz on I'd with both try of that. us. Yeah, good. <clears throat> fucking tobacco <laughs> straight to the fucking brain, right to the dome, bud. <laughs> yeah, and all that, and it's funny how like that. I think it's funny that there's like cave drawings in uh, Australia, and like how. It kind of, to me, I have to look back, but it was like kind of like a barren wasteland until like motherfuckers took it over, and then they turned it into a massive prison for like the worst criminals to go. Really? Yeah. Fucking Australia? Yeah. Take an island and build a fucking, uh, uh, take an island from a prison and build a city behind it, like whatever fucking world techniques are. Like they, yeah, they use that island almost like, um, almost like an Alcatraz kind of thing, and they put the worst fucking criminals there. They just they abandoned them done on an island. Just put right? all the worst serial killers there. Like every fucking murdering madman. Get him to duke it other? out. <laughs> I had this conversation with a buddy at work and get him to duke it out and fight and whoever the last survivor is. Like they can rape and kill and whatever till the last person's dead. But my buddy's like, what if they're smart enough? Like they got like a Charles Manson in there and they're going to band together and then they come over and there's just an army of serial killers. And I just was like, murdering yeah, everybody. Make like a makeshift boat. <laughs> he at least pulled. it's all the way in Australia and they'll go to like. Korea and yeah. Japan, all that <laughs> shit first. Maybe, let's hope so. Well, yeah, I guess it's true, yeah. yeah. The Japanese don't take kindly to invaders, that's for sure. Yeah, they'll get all ninja on their yeah. ass. Despite, by the present standards, the inherent cruelty and competitive lack of sophistication of these early societies is evidence that we all share a belief in spiritual long before the concept of good and evil found its expression in the orthodox religions. So that's my point, is like, they kind of like with even Satan and all these bad figures made Satan this bad guy because they chose to and if you go back in earlier writings it wasn't like oh fuck like fuck that guy like he's a he was a trickster god and he wasn't even in the Sumerian text of the Bible and someone added because they wanted the axis of good and evil and I think what that sentence even kind of means is like that before we took over the land of the natives, the natives, like, they shared everything. They never thought of anything as possessive. They said, like, well, we don't have um, j- uh, jail because we have no juveniles. Like, we don't really have these people. There's, like, a good quote. Yeah, and they saying, share They everything shared everything, and there and wasn't someone. And But it's there, there was a lot of tribes that differed, and it is funny that a lot of them had this concept of loving Mother Earth and feeling connected and taking care of your own and sharing everything. But then the next motherfucker's over there, that tribe... No, they got to go, <laughs> you know, and they'd be battling each other consistently. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 
But that's that's just like an animalistic instinct, right? It's it's like two packs of wolves coming up to each other. They're gonna tear each other to shreds and see which one survive and be like, Oh, you were a strong fighter, come with yeah. us. Yeah, but are we animals, Justin? Yeah. And are you calling natives animals? I'm calling humankind animals. Yeah, we are derived from The only distinction is that shit. we have a, an understanding and awareness of our intelligence and emotion. That's what yeah. I Yeah. You know Holmes? Yeah, I know Holmes. In many parts of the in many parts of the world, ghosts are not considered to be the creation of local folk, folklore, but in fact that this is a fact of life. In China, the dead are understood to coexist with the living, a belief which, ga- which gave rise to the practice of ancient worship. While in South America, uh, they would honor their deceased with annual festivals, knowing annoying like is known as the Day of the Dead. Oh, which I would yeah, Mexico. Yeah. You wanna you know like you know Jefe? Go down the festival and party it up. You can like talk to your ancestors. Like that went that went Brooklyn for some reason. Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they would worship and David Dead sounds fucking fun. Like I it would does, definitely yeah. go out and do that shit and dress up in a in a good old like tech nine fucking skeleton face paint. Yeah, paint your face up all skeletal like yeah. and skeletor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, well, South America uh, and the spirit world might not be just as uh, as distant as we really think it might be. In the Eastern and Asiatic religions, it is believed that death is not the end, but simply a transformation from one state of being to another. In the Hindu religion, for example, like each human soul uh, to a lump of salt taken from the ocean, which ultimately has to return back to his source. So then their religion, it's like, oh, you took, my, you took the salt from the ocean? we got to get it back to the ocean. Okay, I'm not yeah. doing an Indian accent. You took the salt no, from the ocean. No, that's native. And that <laughs> went like French a little. The ocean? <laughs> uh, maybe that's why we don't really do accents on this anymore. Yeah, I mean, we try. <laughs> I know, we've tried. And Buddhism, the personality is believed... To dissolve at the moment of the death, leaving only pure consciousness to seek a body unless the individual was an enlightened soul, in which case they descend to a higher being. So okay. they like like in like kind of what I believe, a- but they also like in the Buddhism it's like either especially like Tibetanism stuff, it's like you fucked up, man, you're like a rat or like a fucking little iguana or Okay, but how do you get like piece of better cat than shit. being a human? You become reptilian? No, you become, like, what I believe is, like, a higher state of consciousness. Once you've learned your lessons here, you can go to the fourth, fifth dimension, sixth, seventh, whatever, and fucking you excel, and maybe you'll be so enlightened that you don't have no body anymore. But you're still on this plane. You're just a fourth, No, you're not. Fifth, you wouldn't be on this plane. You'll be, like, you'd be in different planes of reality, and you would kind of be, like, a ascended being, where if you're past, especially the fifth dimension, you don't need a physical body, so you can just yeah. fly around like a little fucking spaceship soul. I don't know. You just float around, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Big like ball Casper, of Casper, man, up. you want to stay in a house, <laughs> and you want to cook eggs for this girl that just moved in, you can do that if you really felt like it. <laughs> but... There's other ones, right? All right. When you choose to intervene in the li- lives of the living as a guiding spirit, sometimes that's what they also believe. Whoever those individuals who are yet to free themselves from earthly attachments may descend into the realm of the hungry ghosts, the Buddhist equivalent of the Christian hell. Do you remember these fuckers from the Monsters episode, the hungry ghosts? And, like, when we did the monsters, uh, the fucking uh, creatures and cryptids. Yeah, with, and like, they, mop head and all yeah, that. Yeah, no, that was the first one we did. Remember the one we did with Billy? 
and they had the hungry ghost and the Japanese turtle and shit. Oh, okay, yeah. Remember the hungry ghost and they just went around and they ate their own shit? Yes. That's what a hungry ghost is. If you go back to the Creatures and Cryptids episode, you'll find out that the hungry ghost, uh, I think it's called the Petra or something, the Petra, something, something like, that. like that. And it's like they like uh, they crave human shit, but they can't swallow. So they like if you want to eat poopy, but they can't swallow poopy. So they go around their whole life trying to eat poopy and like the disgusting, poopy. but they can't eat the poopy. It's pretty gross. That was a good episode. I fucking oh I love. I want to touch on monsters again soon. All right, that'd be cool. You know what I mean? No, you can you can wait. Just try not to <laughs> drink the whiskey. <laughs> it's it's so hard, hard. All right, just like the relentless spirit. So we're gonna get into certain categories of spirit soon, but this is one I kind of want to touch on because it's fucking trippy. The legend of the Tupu. It's T U P O. Tupu? Tupu? It's clearly a moral oh, fable know. and was widely accepted as such. In other parts of the world, such stories become the basis for local myths, especially if there was a lesson to be learned. In South America, for example, there's a legend of the weeping woman. <laughs> Fuck, man. I'm always crying, goddammit. Who is said to have committed it's suicide after her husband seduced, seducer refused to marry her as he promised to do. So his husband seduced him, like, oh, I'll, I'll marry you. Just gotta give me that box. You gotta, you gotta open, open up that <laughs> box of enchantments down there. That's not Asian at all. Oh, yeah. let me uh, open that your legs and uh, see what's inside. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> she is said to haunt the highways in search of her children, who she has killed in order to free, to be freed from the marry, to, to marry him, to free to marry. Fuck. <laughs> she wanted she wanted to be free to marry him, but I guess that sh- she her her ch- children were in the way. Oh, so she was like pre already had kids and yeah. she's trying to get married. And I think that he was like fuck this. You have kids. You already are open wide. Oh. <laughs> Her tale is told to young girls entering womanhood as a warning against believing the lies of men. In Japan, there is a long tradition of the ghost story in which the wronged woman returns to the dead to t- returns from the dead to take revenge on those who dishonored them. Aichibaya. Really? <laughs> <laughs> the tale of the Tufu seller is a characteristic of a typical fable. It tells of a blind tofu. Oh, the tofu seller. Okay. The tofu seller. It tells of a blind tofu vendor who is tricked into removing a charm from the door of the house by a wizened old hag who claims to be the ghost of the householder's first wife. Once the charm is removed, the ghost glides in. What? A, whole, a terrible scream is heard after the letter in. Diddy mouth. And it, it, the old hag wants to frighten the husband's second wife. So the first wife died, maybe yeah. murdered her, yeah, especially. That's what the story the, says. The so she comes back and she's like, he's an asshole. <laughs> Never picked up his shit-stained undies. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the most persistent ghost in Japanese culture is the legend of the... Oh, I looked up how to pronounce this today. The Kushisake Mama, Anmana. 
Kushisaki Amana, the spiteful spirit of a vain young girl who was the wife of or a concubine of a jealous samurai. I don't know what a concubine means. That is not like farm equipment. No. All right. No. Well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> of a jealous samurai uh, in the Hene period, fearing that she would betray him with another man, he is said to have disfigured her. Oh, so she, this motherfucker thought his wife's going to cheat. So he disfigured her and then taunted her by saying, who will think you're beautiful now? Who will think you're beautiful now? I thought they oh, cut, cut up her face and shit. Her face covered with a mask. The Kushiyasaki Nana, Onana, wanders through the fog, seeking solitary children, young men and women, whoever she asked, Watashikaki, am I beautiful? I'm butchering this Watch Japanese. Watch and fucking cocky. And <laughs> well, whatever. Their language is a weird one, that's for sure. Fucking reading in pictures. <laughs> if they answer yes, she tears off the mask and asks again, What's Shashi or Kelly? I don't know. Kelly? <laughs> but if they run screaming, she pursues them. Dun, 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 dun. Brandishing and holding a knife. Dun, 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 dun. Barely, really, really long blade. It's a really long Japanese blade. Dun, 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 dun. You mean like a kutana? Or it's like a scythe, like a scythe of the Grim Reaper. Dun, dun, oh. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> if she catches a man, she butchers him. If she catches a girl, she mutilates her. So she makes her look like her. Oh, little girl, you make you look like me now. Oh. Oh, she's giving plastic surgery. She's yeah. trying to make them better looking. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> no, she's trying to fuck their faces up. <laughs> Yeah, and turning this also, if she does that to a woman, a young girl, she also becomes the Kutisaki Unami. Unami. Not Unana, but She unami. becomes one of the people, am I beautiful, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> the Kusiagnani, Kusiaki Unani, has been attacking children uh, uh, and has been seen attacking children. In 2004, cities in South Korea were rife with the similar rumors. Recently, oh, okay. about so the they just got another crazy woman running around their town too. Yeah, this crazy <laughs> ass bitch. The earliest credible accounts of the specter's encounter, the spectral encounter, was recorded by the Greek philosopher Athene Doris. I don't know this fucking guy's name. Who lived during the first century B.C. Against the advice of his friends, Athene Doris agreed to rent a room in a lodging house that was rep was reputed as being a haunted house. It was cheap. And he wished to prove his actions were determined by an intellect and not emotion. So he's like doing this to kind of, you know. At nightfall, his nerves were tested by the appearance of a gaunt-faced spirit of an old man draped in soiled <laughs> vestments of the grave. So it's like, it's like he's just like dirty, but it sounds yeah. like soiled garments or something. It sounds like he has poopy all over him. Yeah, that's normally shit, how we would explain suit. that. You soiled yourself, yeah, right? Yeah, you shit yourself. <laughs> Yep. The specter was weighed down by chains and appeared to be in anguish, but was unable to communicate what was what bound him to that place. He mm, chains so heavy, but cannot leave. Cannot leave. <laughs> the philosopher kept his nerve and indicated that he is willing to follow the ghost wherever he wishes to lead him. It led Athenio Do Doris, or whatever the fuck his name is, along a narrow Something path <laughs> out to a garden whereupon it faded into the bushes. Athenio Doris <laughs> noted where the spirit had disappeared, and the next morning he informed the magistrates who ordered the workmen to excavate the garden. There, 
They unearthed a skeleton weighed down by rusted change, which they assumed was the murder victim. They had the skeleton reburied, and according to the Greek funeral rites, such stories have counterparted in virtually every culture from the ancient times to present day. Whoa. So that's like, it's literally changed our life now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because of what, because they, because of what happened. Motherfucker saw this motherfucker with chains. Then they knew to unbury him. They found his grave, and they found him all fucking chains. Oh, so he, yeah, he was buried in chains, and they're like, we can't do that to a person. No, like, so they unearthed him and did some uh, some ritual rites, and they buried him again so he wouldn't haunt the ground, so he'd sleep a peaceful life. He no longer <laughs> chained to the ground. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. The English ghost story tradition can be traced to an episode involving Lord Littlington, who in 1779 claimed that he was, tor- had, had be- he was tormented by spirits of the jilted mistress, Mrs. Amphilet, whose three daughters he had also seduced. <laughs> You're terrible. She committed suicide in despair and had returned to foretell the day and hour of his death. His friends, fearing for his sanity, thought that that they would try to outwit the spook by turning all the clocks forward so they can fuck with this woman that predicted his death, right? But this guy seduced her fucking daughters, all three of her daughters. So he's fucking all this woman's daughters that he married? Yeah, I hope he dies. Yeah, he's a dick, but can't blame him. (laughs) (laughs) When the uh, anointed hour passed without incident, his lordship returned, retired to his bed, much relieved, and cursing himself for being such a superstitious fool. You're such a superstitious dick, man. But the dead are not so easily cheated, and at the appointed hour, Lord Lindon expired in his sleep from a fit. So maybe the clocks, it didn't really explain that, maybe when the clocks time hit that, he shouldn't have been dead yet. Yeah. But then he died like an hour. Say they set them an hour beforehand. Yeah. It right? was just a little off because she was right, but it was just a little fucking off. No, they did it on purpose. Like, yo, let's let this motherfucker think he's going to live. When he has looks at his watch that he hasn't set to the wrong time. Yeah. It's going to say five o'clock. You're dead. But he's supposed to die seven o'clock. So then he would have, you oh. know what I mean? Oh, and, and then when dead. they said that, and then the time, the, the clocks that they changed turned to that. I see. What is a ghost? An ooga booga man? Question mark. Ghosts are not supernatural phenomenon, but purely natural ones. That makes sense. It is generally accepted that they are either earthbound spirits or residual person, personal energy, which lingers at a location which was significant to the individual in life or a moment after their death. So that's why people hang around the place they died or place that's familiar to them. Like, you know what uh, I mean? Like, when like you, they, they, they like drinking. They're at the bar every fucking night. Yeah, and you get stuck in like a purgatory where you're literally repeating the same thing over and over. Yeah, consistently. Just I doing, forget what it's called, but I just learned this today. Yeah, and it, it would be like purgatory in some ways because that's what purgatory is. is almost like, uh, and I don't believe in the heaven and hell that people no. think they do. I believe that uh, we get stuck in places and we don't even realize like people that are bound to religion may manifest a hell-like situation for themselves because they think that they're in hell because their life and shit. But if you like, actually like, we're like, what am I doing? No, I'm dead. My soul is almighty. I can be whatever I want to be. Yeah. Whatever. 
I want to be. It's almost like some like fucking because you're a consciousness. You can do whatever. You can visit whoever. And I feel like some spirits don't know that. And then you find places where maybe people are playing Ouija board and they call upon someone. And maybe if they didn't know where they were, why they are a ghost or what happened, and they're stuck in this weird purgatory. Maybe like we're playing the Ouija board. You know, we call upon someone that's dead close to you or some celebrity or anything, right? Maybe they get like sucked to that point in time if they don't really like, or if they're free roaming spirits, it's like you'd call their name and they would know and travel to where you are. But I feel like some yeah. of them maybe get like like the Frighteners, that movie that you've never seen because you're too young. No. But he gets like, they through like you get sucked in like a different dimension. It wouldn't even like, you know what I mean? Like call your right. name. You know All what right. I'm saying? Yeah. Our fear comes from our vain attempts to deny the existence of these apparitions and not from any power that they can hold over the living. Like they don't want, like, you know what I mean? I know what you mean. If we could take a material man and dissolve away his physical continuity without interfering with his sense data by means of which we perceive him, we should be left with exactly an apparition. G.N.M. Terrell Apparitions, book from 1953. So we're left with like a soul or a yeah. spirit. Okay. Consciousness. A const- our constitution is our body and everything. Yeah. Everything that is like physical. Like a conduit, how people can like, how the spirit use people as a conduit where almost they can like connect through a body. Yeah. And that's where you get like possession and shit. Man. All right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Colorado-based parapsychologist Jeff Danilek, Danilek has become something of a ghost hunter guru after presenting compelling arguments of the existence of spirits in his influential study, The Case for Ghost. In 2006, in a place of sensationalist stories of playful poltergeist and other paranormal phenomenon, Jeff approaches the subject in an object down-to-earth manner and has he has earned himself respect both of the scientific community and paranormal investigators. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so this homie knows. Some of these, yeah. what is coming up is kind of based on that. We're going to get into the categories of ghosts and different kind of ghosts and what they oh, are. okay. You know what I mean? I uh, know you mean, bud. Ooh. The first thing to understand about ghosts is that where, where human beings are concerned, not even death can change things. I believe that when a person dies, they move on to the next realm with all their personality traits, quirks, prejudice, bias, and lifetime accumulated of wisdom. With... <coughs> Life, life accumulated Holy. wisdom and nonsense fully intact working on those premises then it's not difficult to imagine how some people would rather choose to become a ghost or might find themselves trapped on one physical plane by their own personality flaws as such you might, might assume that these reasons for becoming a ghost may be numerous and varied in different, different, like different types of personalities that humans exhibit. So you would have different characteristics of ghosts because there's different characteristics of human beings and personalities. Yeah, and it would be almost like not leaving your full self. You know, yeah. you're stealing a part of your human conscious and taking it with you when you're supposed to just completely deplete all of your possessions when you die, right? Yeah, and I think too that like when you are passing on, if you the certain personality traits will stick, but also you could, you could let go of them. But if you're holding on to these things in life, yeah. What says you're not going to hold on to these things in death? Exactly. You know, yeah. 
the unwary ghost, which we've talked about. Many paranormal investigators believe that some entities may be in a realm within the physical realm simply because they are not aware or remain in the physical realm because they are not aware that they are dead. As such, they go on about their lives much as they did before, completely oblivious to the fact that they are no longer part of a physical realm and they remain that way until some sudden trauma or realization that guides them to remembering that they have died kind of thing. Oh, like when you're stuck in the friggin... It's purgatory, right? Yeah. Between realms or whatever. This idea has been popularized by such excellent movies as Sixth Sense and the others. So, Sixth Sense, like... I think I've seen both of those. Sixth Sense, Bruce Willis fucking is, like, talking to kids that he... Like, the kid that sees dead people. Yeah. I see dead people. But then, in the end, you've realized that Bruce Willis, spoiler alert, is actually fucking dead. He's a ghost. And this kid's seeing him as a ghost. The movie definitely creeped me out when I was, like, 10. The one part when they're, like, the hallway... And like the school, Maybe and there's like people hanging from the fucking things. It was creepy. And the others is also creepy. good. Others, that's I've the one where s- seen the scary others. movies made fun of. You're not my daughter. And then it's like pulls out the sheet, and it's Michael Jackson. That's on the. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's from the others. I was taking. Yeah, no, I've seen the others before. It's creepy. I Nicole Kidman is one of my crushes. I don't know why. Her and Jennifer oh. Aniston. <laughs> Man, because I've seen their butts. Butt stuff. Their butt stuff. Yeah, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Just wants maybe to it's do the butt stuff maybe it's them. the older women. You know, <laughs> I think Jeff Francis because I watched. Too Isn't many she friends. like a fifty-year-old smoking hot yes. lady? Yeah. Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, that you can't even say it's because she's an old woman. Well, like the she's others, they kind of connect. You know what I mean? And they're like, they don't even they think that their house is haunted. Yeah. And then they bring in people, and then they're actually dead. Scary stuff. <laughs> However, I find it extremely unlikely that ghosts don't know they're dead. Near-death experience, commonly known as NDE, accounts that remarkable con- uh, consistence in this insistence that uh, even upon a sudden and unexpected death, the soul invariably detaches from the body and hovers about nearby and all those while uh, like they're aware of its surrounding body. Like, so it knows what's happening it can see and it knows that it's no longer attached to the physical body. But it just goes back to what it's doing. Well, and that's the near-death experience, as we were saying, that a lot of accounts, as we were saying, maybe this doesn't happen, but who knows, and that they kind of, because the near-death experiences I've been recorded, like, there's a guy named Bob Monroe, when we get into it, and it's pretty interesting, he, like, died for, like, seven days in some coma. It's almost like the steps to acceptance. Yeah. There is, there is, uh, you cannot accept, you get all the Are we in AA meeting right now? No, but that, no, I've never even done that. I probably should. Sounds like they're like the 12 steps to accepting you're an alcoholic. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> well, except for the 12 steps to accepting you're fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you saw your body. I you know. should stop sitting at that bar getting hammered like it never happened. It is possible that children are ones mentally incapable might not recognize the situation for what it is and attach the physical plane oh, after okay. the death. That like, makes sense. Some like, eh, dum, dum, or you know, a child, a tiny yeah. little little infant <laughs> yeah. that just yeah. dies, and it's like, oh, death isn't nothing. I don't never heard of it, never seen it. Sorry, I not. A, I don't mean to be offensive. That no, <laughs> I know that's, that's not funny at all. Not funny, because my point with that is like I always feel bad in some sense, and I've said this to my like people I'm close to my girlfriend and stuff that it's like I believe that it would be a sad place 
if you were a soul that I think people that have mentally handicaps or the special needs that there somehow something happened. Maybe it's with vaccinations. Maybe it was something wrong in the womb, but that they come into this life fully, not with physical and mental, mental capabilities. So I think their soul is like, what the fuck? And they don't realize they're almost like if our soul, I don't know, is maybe like 30 to 50% here. And then other, in other realities at the same time, like Karis one said on the video that I posted on the strange brew podcast group page on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, that what if I believe that I feel bad because it would be crazy because it would be like you're inhabiting uh, a broken body yeah, and that your soul mm-hmm. couldn't adapt and you would have different traits. And I feel bad for people that have that even like, you know, yeah, certain, it'd be like, like being here five percent of the time, you yeah. know, or five percent, and, and maybe they there, are the in some other realm like, too, fuck. yeah, yeah. And it's like then that's happens because of certain causes. There's a lot of people that believe it's vaccinations, lots of different options and reasons on why it happened, but yeah. But I always have that belief that's a sad predicament because, like, in you know, it. There's a lot of variables to be discussed if we ever do our rant episode. I don't like math. Let's not do variables. <laughs> okay. The denial ghost, just as there's people who will make it um, an integrated part of their afterlife, as well as so it will be simply to refuse the acceptance of truth as their own earthly demise. That's what I mean. Like, it, it is an acceptance kind of thing. Not not in an AA form, but, you yeah. know, they can't accept it. They that deny they're that they're dead. They're like, no, there's no fucking way. That was just, I'm going crazy. Yeah, no way this is happening. They can be the ones who remain earthbound the longest, for human pride can be just as powerful and debilitating on the other side, as often proves to be on this side of eternity, um, which it can especially be difficult to convince them to give up their charade and move on. So you got like like angels being like, no, no, man, come on, <laughs> come on, or whatever, different spirits and shit. Like, what are you, what are you doing, man? Sitting there smoking a cigarette on a fucking bench. That bench doesn't exist anymore, man. That was demolished like 10 years ago. It's time to fucking go. Give you up. Yeah, come on. Let's get out of here, man. Those cigarettes don't need... They're no good, man. You're not even inhaling anything. What are you doing? Come on. I just... I can't give it up, man. I just want to <laughs> stare at Sally. She walks down the street with those big bosoms. Just, just <laughs> want to keep checking around. It's my, it's my life. I chose it. That's why I died. I had a heart attack right here on this bench. The bench doesn't exist anymore. It's but okay. them bosoms, <laughs> they, those they bosoms heart do. attack. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Sally. Ah, <laughs> uh, fun, fun. Ah, <laughs> uh, the attached ghost. This type of ghost is so emotionally attached to things that the world that the, the world that it refuses to let them go. This is often their home or some place they truly loved. So that's what I feel like there's a lot of cases where people like go back to places they felt at home at or was the most happy in their life. So they stay behind, always hovering on the edge of human perception. But it is a rarity to ever be able to interact with them by any meaningful way. Such ghosts often remain around for years or even decades, so great that their attachment to these things of this world, they tend to become more possessive ghosts who insist that new residents leave their home or attempt to interface in their lives of and what they've left behind. So, like, well, it's one of those annoying fuck, get out of my house. Yeah, oh, I mean. yeah, they literally live in the same house they fucking died in, and they it's, just can't give it up. It's the same kind of way of, like, was The Conjuring 2 with, like, the Warrens, even though maybe that was set up and... 
wasn't what they thought it was. But the, the, <laughs> the girl gets attached and possessed by an old man spirit that, like, won't leave the fucking house and shit like that. Yeah. Like, if it was faked, she did a great job. Great actor. Great girl. <laughs> uh, the over-identification uh, the over-identification with someone's possession or trade can also produce this effect ghosts of librarians or school janitors for instance are an example of this these fucking goddamn kids now they got these goddamn phones they're not even fucking looking up at me fucking janitor Ross I'm just trying to clear his goddamn throw up and he's I can't do it. It's still there. I, just, I keep, I keep, I keep mopping. It's fucking still there. It's still goddamn there. Yo, Johnny, get the fuck out of the way, man. Get off your fucking iPhone. Though that girl's not gonna send you some titty pics as he's mopping. Wait, when do they come out with phones? I'm from the fucking seventies. <laughs> yeah. I'm still mopping this puke. <laughs> yeah. I got into some weird like thought processes, like picturing myself, like goddamn fucking kids, <laughs> sitting there clear the same mess over and over, yeah. <laughs> till fucking like Jeff, oh Jeffrey, this new fucking Janice cleans up so quickly, it's fucking <laughs> taking my job, I'm fucking stuck here in this goddamn thing. <laughs> Librarians be funny. He's like a librarian in the shh, keep shh. It's our whole fucking existence. He's no just shushing listening. people that are not listening. Uh, and also with elderly couples and shut-ins who have learned to isolate themselves from the outside world, especially uh, they would run risk in these haunted situations. It's like those goddamn kids always fucking up my carpet. You know, there's like old ladies. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that. I was fixing the PlayStation. They they were stuck. Oh yeah, we're watching Ghostbusters. Did we say that? I don't think so. No, we didn't. We I was watching Watching Ghostbusters. Don't do that, cause we'll probably get no, fucking I can, I <laughs> All right, the jealous ghost. Those exceedingly rare, these accounts of ghostly entities attaching themselves not to things but to people. And in, in, interjecting themselves into the earthly relationships, usually out of some misguided notions of possessive possessiveness or outright jealousy. This could be anything from an overpossessive spouse that can't accept the thought of her mate remarrying. Man, like, fucking goddamn Billy fucking with this new blonde wife. <laughs> well, he didn't love me when I was fucking 250 pounds on the fucking trailer park. Like the lady earlier that's like cutting up faces and shit. Yeah. The guy was. With some other woman, right? Get over it. Yeah. He doesn't want to fuck you too bad. If I died, I'd hope that I'm married by then, but I'd hope that my spouse or spouse, what's, what's a woman? Still a spouse? Yes. I'd hope <laughs> they'd move on and say, fuck it. I may be 79 million years old, but you know. <laughs> <sighs> or to spurn a lover who took his or her life on their own and only come back attached themselves to the source of their affection. So they maybe they killed themselves because God didn't love them and they come back later to haunt this guy. Yeah. God damn, Becky, I thought you killed yourself. Now you're back <laughs> trying to get laid and all I see is your face staring at me. That fucking same goddamn look you always had. Through a goddamn party when you die. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, active only around the source of their possessiveness, and then usually only when their presence of that source is founds a newfound affection. You know what I mean? Say she's got like a favorite dildo, and that dildo finds somebody else. She's gonna follow that dildo, and they're like, "God damn, I love that thing." Now fucking Janet has it. <laughs> And the jealous ghost can be among the most tenacious and frightening ghosts of all. 
Because they don't let go of your balls. My poor balls, man. The poor, fearful poor balls. ghost. The fearful. Wow. Fearful. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Due to the cultural or religious conditionings, some personalities are simply too afraid to find out what faith is in store for them. And they so prefer the mundane existence of haunting and to the potential of their punishment and their final judgment. So they're kind of like sticking around because they're scared of anything else, the afterlife or what's next. Yeah, they don't know what's going to happen. So they're scared. Often these individuals who did considerably harm or believe they did to others and so fear being held accountable for their offenses and punished, to them then, remaining within the comparative safety of the physical realm is their only means of avoiding this judgment and this punishment. Because God's going to give you a spanking because you believed in a God. Believe in yourself. Okay? You only have yourself to blame and yourself can only change anything. Self. I love Rick Moranis in this fucking movie. Uh, Rick Moranis, uh, Ghostbusters, now getting chased by the demon. The yeah. demon kind of like rapes him on the window and like turns into a demon oh, himself. Sweet shit. Because Rick Moranis kind of gave us our thing. podcast name because of Strange Brew. Oh, Strange Brew. Guy. Bob and Doug McKenzie. Yeah, man. Yes. Clap away. Clap away. I did. <laughs> So uh, richly reserved. Uh, so they cling to the material world in the way a frightened child might cling to the mother's lag of the first day of school. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. 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 The melancholy or sad ghost. So sad. Oh, just the weep ones that walk around fucking weeping and crying all the time. Perhaps the most depressing type of entity is one that can be encountered as the sad ghost. Is someone who is overwhelmed by some tragedy that they continue to wander this physical realm as in the state of shock that they seem to be unable to recover from. Goddamn Billy left me in the goddamn trailer park bar trailer park fucking to die. Oh fuck. <laughs> now he's off with his skinny looking fucking face and his bulgy ass eyes, eating someone else's pussy out. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Billy. <laughs> Suicides often end up as sad ghosts For the same factors that they drove themselves to take their own lives Frequently keeps them bound to this physical realm And they took such pain to get rid of themselves As such, they can also go along And most difficult, they won't, they'll be difficult to rescue By, I guess, other beings and angels Because they are just a sad piece They're of shit They're so depressed, they don't wanna They're like, I fucking died, man yeah. I'm dead, I don't wanna they truly <laughs> are the matter. most lost of all the souls and may require significant intervention on both parts of the side of the living and spiritual entities to pull them towards the light. Follow the light. Don't do that. Then you're reborn. Fuck that. I want to be a ghost. <laughs> I have one more sip of this whiskey. I've made this shit last. I've been holding out on my last sip. <sighs> It doesn't even look like a sip, I know, but it's a, it's a it's something. dribble. <laughs> I've been uh, playing a lot of Friday the 13th. Oh, you have been? Yeah, again, I got back addicted to it. Kicking like, ass or? Uh, getting there. Getting back, yeah. yeah. You got to remember well, Maybe play all. before you go tonight, but uh, Holographic World with a K, if you want to add me on uh, the PSN network. Yeah, <laughs> Holographic with a K. I understand. Holographic World with a K. Holographic Holograph World. I Holographic World K. with a K. It's holographic, except the C, you got the K, yeah. and with world. Yeah. If you want to play some Friday the 13th with me, because I think that shit's free. The mission <laughs> ghosts. 
A type of ghost stays around in order to take care of some unfinished business that was cut short by their unexpected death. This mission can be as simple as revealing the location of a hidden will or as major as trying to find justice for a life cut short by murder. No way, they're trying to find Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Justin. No justice. Screw justice. <laughs> but in either case, mission ghosts seem intent upon achieving some goal they have set before themselves and feel they cannot rest until they have succeeded. In finding Justin. In finding justice. <laughs> justice for Justin. <laughs> Gotta get him back with those mutton chops. Gotta get back the mustache. Should I share, shave the mutton chops and no. grow the mustache? I wanted the mustache back. <laughs> I want it all, but I can't grow any of it. Yeah, because you're Patch McAdams mustache. over there. Patchy. Yeah. I'll be out patchy. <laughs> Should be throwing some goddamn uh, axes. Yeah. I'm maybe patchy, but I'm not a patchy. I don't need the axes. <laughs> all right. You tried to rhyme, and it was okay. <laughs> the good, the goodbye or comfort ghost. This goodbye ghost is a manifestation that appears often only once to either say goodbye to a loved one or bere- bereaved by their loss or simply assure them that they will be well and have passed over successfully, which it does uh, can uh, I'll say this story. My mother did have a friend. I don't know if I've mentioned it before, but my mom did have a friend growing up, this guy named Terry. Uh, his parents were fucking dicks, pretty much. So he ended up committing suicide in his garage and uh, hung himself. My mom is a very good friend of my mom's, and this is in Toronto. So she felt really bad, and she kept thinking about him, and she turned to, like, flick off her light, and then she saw him standing there, and then she's like, it was, like, real as you and me. Like, nowadays, she might be like, no, man, I don't know if I saw that. She doesn't like to admit all the paranormal yeah. shit. <laughs> But, uh, and she went to turn off the light and then like he was staying there and he's like, kind of like, everything will be all right. It's okay. And that's, he just appeared once. Once. Yeah. And that's what, uh, and also during our Ouija board episode, I think I mentioned this, that, um, my grandma and my mom and everyone that like, I think it was like, and my aunt Helen, they're all playing Ouija board. Rest in peace. My aunt Helen also maybe came back. My grandma always thought she wanted to go back. My grandma couldn't put her necklace on one day. And then she asked for uh, my Aunt Helen's help, her sister. And then it snapped together. Like, instantly Whoa. when she asked for help. So the necklace just, like, went together and she could get it on and went together as soon as she, like, asked for help. All but right. she doesn't believe, she, my grandma, before she dead, wasn't, like, didn't know about death or what was going to behold on the other side. But they were playing Ouija board one time. My mom called Terry, and when they mentioned something about his parents, the shot glass flew across the fucking wall and smashed into the wall, like, aggressively. Because, obviously, his parents had something to do with it. Nah, man. I know what you mean, man. Sorry, can I add a story to that one? Yeah, go ahead. That's like, um... I've told this story on the podcast before. Yeah. But there was a picture taken, and it was... When my stepmother was just my babysitter's daughter. Yep. And we were there, and we all got our picture taken. And in the background, there was a guy, like, leaning straight through a closed closet. You can't see his face. His face is just white. And he's got, like, something in his hand, and he's leaning through. But they took that to a specialist to get it analyzed, like a paranormal specialist. And they didn't have a clue that their friend died. Yeah. And, like, he is just saying... To his family, he needs you to pass on the message that he is okay and he will be fine. 
Yep. And he like he has accepted the afterlife. It, it's pretty dope. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool, especially seeing the I'm going the to picture. a psychic soon because that'd be fun stuff. That'd be fun. Fun stiff. These can manifest as electric phenomenon or something phenomenon or something <laughs> as dramatic as a full body manifestation, which we just talked about. Tales of widows seeing their late husband sitting at the foot of their bed or children encountering the manifestation of a dead sibling in their bedroom are legion and often recently departed families, uh, family members' pets also are reported. Trauma and excessive grief may account for some cases, but certainly... Not for all. It's like Chelsea, uh, my girlfriend, uh, that I've mentioned on the podcast before, she's uh, turned over on her bed when she was in a certain room of, like, her mom's house and, like, seeing her grandpa, like, her, his face, like, right there. Oh. Hey. Which scared the fuck out of me. That would be terrifying. If I saw my grandpa's face right beside my bed, I'd be the shit in my pants. Yeah. What do you want? <laughs> The, the, Get out of my bed, Grandpa. That's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if you're dead. The, mach- the, the mischievous ghost. Mischievous ghost. <laughs> Similar to the cur- curious ghost. Oh, wait, no. The curious ghost. I missed that one. I'd imagine that those personalities who left a demonst- uh, who left light... I'd imagine for those personalities who in life demonstrated a curiosity about the afterlife were... Uh, um, or scientific bent might find the chance to manipulate matter and energy from the other side for uh, to a good opportunity to pass up. Oh, so <laughs> I imagine personalities in life who demonstrated curiosity for the afterlife or who were scientifically bent might find the chance to manipulate matter and energy from others the other side to be a good opportunity. Like, why would they pass that up? Because they like their personality uh, fairly rare, but frequently frustrating to the efforts like these, like kind of like a dick ghost, like fucking like kind yeah, of fucking happy around. with who they are and they just want to fucking keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. So they fuck realm. with like electricity and shit. Yeah. And, like, kind of like fuck with people and see what's going on. Like if I touch this, what happens? Like, yeah. I could see that as like becoming a, a scary kind of ghost, too, yeah. as well. Because they don't really know what's going on. The mischievous ghost. Similar to the curious ghost, but somewhat more menacing uh, menacing vain. And is that which we call the mischievous or playful ghost? Playful ghost. Playful. It is different from the curious ghost in that it isn't interested in demonstrating the realities of supernatural realm as it is simply frightening the, st- frightening the still living. It is as though haunting is one's great amusement. And it will be spent. Uh, it will spend any amount of energy necessarily necessary to play the game for as long as they can. Such as ghosts like immature and childish... Like, the personalities that left behind are comparable to a practical Joker who thinks everything he does is hilarious, and he can't understand why no one else sees the humor in it. <laughs> I just fucking spit on your face. I don't know. Like, you know <laughs> and like, the other person's on the side, like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah. What you did? You know, like, I don't know. We used to, when I was a kid, and we were dicks in the winter... We'd like kind of, I don't know, I was like 14, 15, go around and see if cars were open, steal some change. We never oh, steal yeah, anything big. There. Yeah, and we'd sometimes like piss on the door handle. So then it would freeze, hopefully. And then if someone was going to open the car the next day, they'd get their hands smelling like pee pee. It's frozen, hopefully. Yeah, or if it's not, or they For just the got like, it. well, it'd just be like particles of pee pee and the hand must smell like pee pee. Yeah, I guess. I see a lot of stupid yes. shit <laughs> when I was a kid. 
I would have been one of these ghosts if I didn't know what was going on. But I'm going <laughs> to come fuck with you. I'm going to saran wrap a toilet seat so when you poop, you think you're pooping on, and then you look up and you poop on your bum. It's a bunch of teenage toms <laughs> yeah, doing this yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of split ghosts and different personalities. This can manifest itself as something as innocent as moving furniture, hiding a piece of jewelry, or even pulling the sheets off a bed. Two, physical assault. So either some ghosts that physically assault some motherfuckers. Okay. Yes. They want to make a nuisance of themselves and, in fact, go out of their ways to make the living, uh, living with them almost impossible. They might be the source of at least pol- some poltergeist activity. A nervous teenage girl may simply be the perfect conduit for uh, mali- uh, um, malicious and not malicious. Uh, might be for a mischievous entity to manifest and do mischief. A teenage girl? Maybe. Before, like, a teenage boy? I think a teenage boy. Before, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Whatever. Fucking Paul Roland, whatever your name Depends is. Depends on the time era, maybe. Yeah, I agree. All right. We got one more ghost category to get through. Got the angry ghost. Sounds, sounds I'm angry. like the most fun of the bunch. Yeah, fun <laughs> of the bunch. Angry boy. Just runs around all... Bullish. <laughs> 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 Motherfuckers. <laughs> God, Just let's piss. throw this pot. <laughs> the people have been willing to endure tremendous people who have been willing to endure tremendous hardships and great personal loss and quest for revenge. So their thought as an angry personality might be willing to endure the personal hell of earthly wandering in search of vengeance is not difficult to imagine. Okay. You know, so having someone that's pissed off walking around kicking rocks all the time. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fortunately, such entities are relatively rare, but even so, they are presented as the greatest challenge to any ghost hunter. Fucking Zach Bagans walking in, fucking, oh, get out of here, ghost! Get out of here! If you ever watch Ghost Adventures, Zach Bagans kind of a bitch. We are here to explore paranormal activity, activity, activity. We are fucking the best ghost hunters. Oh, come here, demon, I'll punch you in your face. You want to fuck around with Zach Bagans? I'm sorry, dude. If you ever listen to this. Sounds like he's a fucking faggot. He's kind of a douchebag, yeah. <laughs> Zach Faggins. <laughs> burn, buddy, burn. <laughs> Anger is a destructive force that grows more powerfully in time and only can be uh, it only can be dissipated through the power of love and compassion. So, if you want an angry spirit to not be angry, give that guy a hug. I can do that. Yeah, you go give a little boy poor, a hug. Poor dead ghost man, all <laughs> angry and pouting and yeah. stuff. My <laughs> wife was fat and this life got nothing from it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this was the Strange Brew Podcast. We're just winding up, getting towards that time of All Hallows' Eve. We're getting there. We got lots of interesting episodes coming out. Bilbo Faggins, Billy, the Almighty is coming back soon. He'll be... Sucking on microphones, dicks. Tendencies. People have a hard time and 
when I'm angry You could call me with antifreeze Tom disease to school these kids with false identities Foolish is a god without lots of enemies In school is where I recall what was taught Being taught for centuries Where I fall for not ending these Corrupt versions of history Fucking listen to me You know nothing and I'm on the search for something That isn't a belief or something you could read It's beyond what we see I'm not the person you perceive I'm a god while you place your faith in the dirt on your knees I'm a bird perched on the trees Watching everything The gruesome and the heartless My trucks are the movies that start with Slicing cuts, dying blood Wondering who's in the darkness With the mask on, fight the dust Fly upon a starship Ready to take action Die on Mars when the space station gets attacked on Your faith that we're the only race Won't fucking last long Watch the invasion of the planet As me insane walk on the pavement Watch the faithless damage for As it burns, turns into something new Like the phoenix that grew From the ashes People don't see the truth The masses will be food And so will you and everybody else you knew